You can align with people who are all about the trophy and the pro card. There's plenty of those all over social media. You can focus on and do things that might not be in your long-term best interest for the superficial acceptance of winning. Or you can focus on bringing out the uniqueness in you, the transformation within, and feeling like a champion both on and off the stage, whether you win first place or not. Is bodybuilding about selfies, steroids, magazines, and muscles? How do I become a successful pro bodybuilder or fitness competitor? Where do I even start if I'm new? And the biggest question of all, what are the judges looking for anyway? Even today with the internet, many people first discover bodybuilding by word of mouth. A lack of regulation has caused a boom of unqualified coaches, scattered info, biased advice, dangerous protocols, and posing trends that are a hot mess. After 20 years in the business, I have seen it all. Week after week, I'm gonna talk about taboo topics that get swept under the rug, provide you tips and strategies to gain a competitive edge and stand out on stage in any division or federation. I'm gonna answer all the burning industry questions without the bias. I have competed across six federations, earned pro status in three, and judged in two. I've coached posing and choreography for men and women in all federations and divisions. I know just how much competing means to you. I'm your host, Michelle Welcome, and you are listening to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. Be sure to download your free guide, Five Things Every Bodybuilder and Fitness Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Show at eeandbb.com. That's www.eeinbb.com. Welcome back. It feels really great to be here. It's been a minute, huh? Well, there's still so much to talk about, so plan for more episodes coming. I'm also going to start bringing my husband on here for the male perspective of things, which I think is going to add a really great layer to the show. But let me first start this episode by saying, bodybuilders are really hard on themselves. I talk about this to my posing students all the time, how there is a switch that happens at about the four-week mark from a show. Y'all get freaking crazy. You start mentally stacking all kinds of nonsense. I'm not lean enough. I don't think I'll be ready. I'm not this. I'm not that. This kind of self-sabotage happens all the time. It's very common in new people to bodybuilding because you don't know what to expect from competing and you're putting yourself out there in a public way that you likely have never done before. But the truth is, you're never going to feel like you're ready if you hyper-focus on being ready. Let's talk about why you were doing this show in the first place. Maybe you had a really awesome body composition change and decided to make a bodybuilding show your next goal. Maybe you've been thinking about doing a show for 20 years and finally got the courage to go for it. I'm meeting a lot of people who are coming to me for posing assistance in their late 50s, which is really awesome. Or maybe you're an athlete and you want a new goal to keep you motivated in the gym. Or maybe you were encouraged by the people at your gym to try a show and you figure what the heck, you'll try it out. Regardless of why you decided in the first place to do a show, at some point you will realize you were about to be on stage in your underwear, wearing orange paint, and posing in front of a live audience for about five to seven people to analyze your appearance. As you get closer to the show day, the anticipation becomes greater and greater. It's almost as if the long process to the stage is a slow peel of a Band-Aid. Like if you were physically ready the minute you decided to do a show, you might run out on stage and be much more confident than you do when you have months of time to obsessively think about the show day and sink further and further into your head. But do you realize that this existence is something you have created in your head? That you are stressing your own freaking self out? 
I've had people reach out to me and say that they are thinking about a show, but their cortisol levels are high. First off, what does that even mean? What barometer was used to measure your cortisol levels? Although there are people with medical issues, sure, but most of you are responsible for your own stress, and it's because of the things you choose to focus on. Our existence is 100% in our head. It's a perception. Everything that has happened to you in the past is stored away in your head. Everything that will happen in the future is also in your head because it's all just a visualization and a possibility. And no matter how bonkers it is, it's all possible. Your current state, the now, is your reality. How do you want to spend this reality? Do you want to spend it obsessing about the 0.185 pounds you gained that you can't snap your fingers and change in this very moment? Obsessing about these magical body fat numbers that really mean nothing in a bodybuilding contest that is based on an aesthetic, not a number? The constant comparison of yourself to others you see on social media who have completely different bodies, maybe they're in different stage of life, and they're possibly even enhanced in a way from PED use, which means you won't likely look like them unless you're enhanced too. Is this how you want your existence to be? Would you want to hang out with you? Steve Reeves was a professional bodybuilder in the 1950s who was considered to have one of the most perfectly proportioned physiques. If you know his history, you might also know he went on to be a Hollywood superstar. He played iconic roles like Hercules. Steve is a legend. So is Arnold Schwarzenegger for his one-of-a-kind physique, too. Bodybuilding was all about rewarding incredible physiques. These people became legends because they were far above average and had a uniqueness that was untouchable in their time. Their physiques were really special and iconic. Arnold and Steve weren't without competition, though. There were many people that wanted to be considered legendary too and gave them a run for their money. But in the end, there can only be one winner, one legend, one icon. There can only be one winner in each category at a bodybuilding show. If you don't win, does that mean you suck? No, it means someone was better that day. And it's an opportunity for you to evaluate your strengths and weaknesses and continue working on improvement. You were the best version of you that day. Next time, you can be even better. If you have nothing to work towards, you have no goal. Having no goal is boring. I'm a part of some fitness groups on social media that have a lot of new people to bodybuilding in them. I see a lot of posts about their contest prep and some even post-show conversations. This one post the other day was from a girl who was obsessing about her placement. She placed fourth, and after obsessing about the third-place person's physique and overly analyzing this other person, she concluded that she should have beat her. And because she didn't, she literally said she felt insecure and she was upset about it. Oh my God, you guys, there is a reason there are five to seven judges on a panel. The goal of the judges is to find a consensus. However, judges most of the time don't vote unanimously. Because of the differences between the judges' scores, you can place a spot up or down just by how the numbers fell. Bodybuilding is a subjective sport. Which leads me to the point of this podcast episode. I realize it's been a minute since my last episode, and I do promise I will be coming back more regularly. But this thought I had today was when I really felt the need to put out there. I wanted to say it loudly that there has to be more to celebrate when competing in a bodybuilding show than just a first place trophy. Only one person is going to win that day, and if it's not you, you can't let it lead to your demise. The five people judging a show should not have that much control over your inner joy and value. Step on another stage or compete in another federation, and the scoring will likely be different. One group of people is not the end-all be-all. Many of you are putting yourselves out there in public in a way you have never done before. That is incredibly courageous. Many of you have never been on stage except maybe that moment you walked across the stage to receive that high school diploma in front of a large audience. Many of you have spent many years taking care of everyone else 
and finally decided to do something awesome for yourself that can also be incredibly fun. Many of you who are former athletes have a platform with bodybuilding where you can continue being an athlete for the rest of your life if you approach things in a mindful way. And most of you, you're about to discover that with your hard work and perseverance, you can mold your body in a shape and appearance that you never thought was possible. You did that. Why not let yourself live in this space? Let yourself have it. If you watch Arnold's documentary on Netflix, you will see that Arnold didn't just build an incredible physique, he built a mental toughness and a confidence that helped him achieve things far beyond just his Mr. Universe and Mr. Olympia titles. When you start to train, I mean really train, not just go through the motions at the gym and rush through the reps to get the workout done. When you really start to train, you start to build a new conversation with yourself. When you start to see the physique changes and you know you did that, you start to believe that you can do more things. When you get closer to your contest and you experience the challenges in getting your body stage ready, you will realize you have a higher willpower and inner strength, and that will change your perceptions forever. When you push your strength training, mindfully of course, and push through the pain, you learn your pain tolerance is much higher than you ever thought possible. So much that I remember a couple years ago, I had pain in my stomach that wouldn't go away, but I told myself I would just sleep it off and see if it goes away on its own. The next day, the pain got to the point that when I stood up, my body said, nope, and I went right back down. It was only at that level of pain that I called my mom to come pick me up and take me to the hospital. It turned out to be appendicitis. In my head, I didn't think the pain was all that bad. I've experienced worse. It was my body that said, nope. This is obviously extreme, but my point is that pain is also a perception. There is the extreme warning pain like appendicitis that will tell you you need to go to the hospital. But the extra rep or two on a leg press isn't the kind of pain that's going to take you to the hospital and require surgery. There was a recent post by Arnold where someone asked him to take a look at his form on a bench press. This person stopped at 10 reps. Arnold told this person that he couldn't tell him about his form because he wasn't done with the set. And Arnold said he had at least five more reps in him. The more you train, the more you work on stage presence and performing, the more you challenge yourself and put yourself out there, the more you learn about yourself and will become proud of. The first place trophy is awesome, not going to lie, but the transformation that you will experience is far more valuable. The trophy is going to sit on a shelf somewhere and collect dust. Your friends and family will be excited for you, but over time, your show last year is not going to be the conversations you had with them. You are going to carry you around all day. The confidence you exude, the motivational attitude you project, these are things that you're going to carry with you every day if you allow yourself to focus on them, and they're going to likely inspire others to want to do better for themselves too. A recent men's physique student of mine came to one of my official OCB virtual posing clinics I hold for the OCB every month. By the way, I teach the posing and stage performance requirements for over 10 federations full-time every day, so it is an honor to be recognized by a federation for my capabilities and given the opportunity and the trust to serve their athletes in a very unique way every month. So this men's physique competitor comes to my clinic wearing a long shirt and a baseball cap. He is planning to do a show in eight weeks. He has never posed before, and he keeps his shirt on the whole time. After the clinic, he signs up for my weekly virtual posing classes and some virtual one-on-ones. But eight weeks later, you guys, you would not recognize him. The confidence, the smile, he's beaming with enthusiasm and pride. And after the show for an entire week, he's telling me he is still feeling the high and the excitement from the entire experience, and he can't wait to do it again. This is exactly what I mean about attaching to the transformation, not the trophy. Another example, 50-plus women bikini competitor, says she wants to do one show after thinking about it for 20 years, is naturally very shy when you meet her, 
In fact, when she started my virtual posing classes, she was stiff. Her facial expressions told a story of someone thinking way too much and just going through the motions. Two months later, after my signature methods of pulling the superstar out of you, she walks on stage for her individual routine, and you can hear the audience cheering loudly. And in the video, you can see the judges nudging each other and clapping for her. She said she was doing one show, but now she's focusing on doing another one in the spring. You guys, this is the stuff you should be focusing on. Competing is your chance to be a star for the day, to learn things about yourself you never knew possible, to challenge yourself and have a lot of fun in the process. Your vibe attracts your tribe. You can align with people who are all about the trophy and the pro card. There's plenty of those all over social media. You can focus on and do things that might not be in your long-term best interest for the superficial acceptance of winning. Or you can focus on bringing out the uniqueness in you, the transformation within, and feeling like a champion both on and off the stage, whether you win first place or not. The transformation is your greater trophy. Being proud of yourself and motivated by yourself is a far better, higher vibrational existence than beating yourself up every day over five people's opinions. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you who reach out and tell me you're listening to the show. It's really great to know. If you're preparing for a show, no matter if you're brand new or a seasoned veteran, you should really join my weekly virtual posing classes so you're fully prepared for show day. I have five of them now. Two Wednesday nights for all federations, broken up by category. I have two for the OCB on Sundays by invite only to those who attend one of my official monthly virtual posing clinics for the OCB. And the fifth class is brand new. I just launched it on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's called Posing Mechanics for All Men and Women Divisions, all federations too. In the Posing Mechanics class, I go micro into the proper execution of all the poses. You also get a great practice session. Now surround yourself in the excitement of competing and let me help you with a transformation you're going to be proud of. So check out my classes at weeklyposing.com and I will see you next time. Ever wonder if you are posing correctly for your division? Learn to Pose is dedicated to taking out the guesswork on how to pose for all categories in bodybuilding. Learn five ways you can improve your posing skills in five minutes guaranteed at www.learntopose.com. There are free posing tutorials available for the bikini, figure, and men's physique categories. More on the way for other divisions in bodybuilding. It's free, so go access your free posing tutorial for bikini, figure, or men's physique at learntopose.com.